Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. Our series is Tidings of Great Joy. Tidings or good news of great joy. And we saw last weekend, the guys that put it up on the screen, look at this clip from USA Today. On the screen, USA Today, it says that suicide rate is the highest it's ever been in 80 years in America. Suicide rate, right there you see it, it's the highest it's been in 80 years. Why are you teaching on joy, Pastor? Because there's a famine. There's a lack of joy in the church, not our church, but the church and in the world right now. So you get what you're teaching on. So I want you to have great joy during the holidays. It's to be Merry Christmas, okay? Not Happy Holiday, Merry Christmas, amen. And we want to be contagious with our friends and our family and our neighbors. We want our joy to be a witness to them so they ask you, what are you on? And you say, I'm on Jesus. Amen. Well, got, see how quiet it got there real quick? Praise the Lord. All right. So let's look at it. We're going to review just a little bit. So let's just get right into it, guys. The first, first screen, first page. So joy in the Bible is the same word as happy and blessed. So when you read your Bible and you come across the word blessed or happy, it's the same word as joy in the Bible. Now, in the world, it's not. In the world, the definition of happy on joy is two different things. Because happiness doesn't come from happenings for you and me. But it does for the non-believer. The non-believer is happy only if it's happening, right? Or something's happening for them. So you and I don't live that way. We don't live by our flesh or our feelings. We don't live by our emotions. We don't live by our circumstances. We're led by the Holy Spirit. So it's real important to understand that there should be a difference between saint and sinner. There should be a difference between a believer and a non-believer. We're in this world, but not of this world. We're to be light and salt and make a difference. You say, Pastor, I want to witness during the holidays, but I'm an introvert. The best way you can witness is have the joy of the Lord all over your life. Think about this past week, every place you've been and the people you've seen that were sad, depressed, critical, negative, or unhappy. They're everywhere. So that's why we're teaching this series on Sundays during the month of December, because if we ever needed joy, Bible joy, we need it right now. Next slide, guys. Going to go fast with me today. Next slide. Joy, number one, we said, is a choice. Joy is a choice. You know, we had the McCrary sisters here with us last weekend. Weren't they a blessing? And, you know, I mean, if I told you everybody that they've sung for, sung with, it'd blow your mind. The list is so long. And their platform in the world and the people they know, amazing. You know, the, the day before they came here last week, they were in the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. So, you know, they just go, I mean, they're everywhere. So when we took them to the airport Monday morning, what did you get out of Sunday service? They said, you know, Pastor, and they were raised in the church. Their dads were pastors. Their dad was a pastor. 
They were raised there. So we got out of church at your church Sunday that joy is a choice, that we have the choice to be up or down. We have a choice to soar or sink, fly or fall, crime or crawl. It's our choice. We have that choice, the power of choice. We choose. That's why he said, this is the day that the Lord has made and everything he makes is good. Everything he makes is good. Remember creation? He made this. It's good. He made that. It's good. He said that. When he made man, he said very good. A distinction between good and very good. Okay? Nature and humanity. So everything he makes is good. So this is the day the Lord has made. So let us complain, grumble, and gripe, and be unhappy. No. So I will rejoice. Choice to rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. So it's an act of our will. It's an act of our will. It's a choice. Let's go to the next one, number two. We're going to skip the verses. Let's go to the second one. It's an attitude. Joy is an attitude. Now, you have to realize that your attitude is a result of your belief system. If your belief system sucks, your attitudes suck. If your belief system is negative, that's why your attitudes are negative. Your attitude, what makes up my attitude? My belief system. And what makes up my belief system? My thinking, my thought process. So if I want to change an attitude, I got to change the way I think. If I want to change an attitude, I got to change the way I think. And here's what I know. Out there in the marketplace, they tell us that more people are fired over attitude than lack of ability. More people are fired in the, they're fired, they're let go, they're dismissed in the marketplace because of a raunchy attitude versus lack of skill set. Okay? So a joy, it's an attitude. A joy is an attitude. Okay? Now, you know, if you want great joy, you got to focus on the right things. Joy is a result of what I'm focusing on. What am I focusing on today? The news, the weather, those who've hurt me, you know, in-laws, outlaws, things I don't want to go through during the holidays. What am I focusing on? That can really rob you of your joy. And how many of you know the devil wants to steal your joy? Jerry Sorrell wrote a book. It's still his number one bestseller. If Satan steals your joy, he steals your goods. Jerry Sorrell wrote a book way back in the 80s. When he was here, I have an original copy. I showed it to him. He wanted a picture of him and me and it on Facebook, on social media. He said, I can't believe you have an original copy. And then he went on to say, boy, my printing department sucked back then, didn't it? <laughs> but, but we're all growing. So his number one seller is if Satan steals your joy, he steals your goods. That's Hebrews chapter 10. That's a verse. So the devil is out to steal your joy, my joy today. You may have come to church happy, but maybe you had to wait in line long in the nursery, the children's department. Maybe your latte from the Rock Express was burnt. It was a burnt offering. They were worshiping you. You know, or somebody took your seat or they got in your pew or they took your parking spot. You know, the devil's going to do something to rob you of your joy. Because if he steals your joy, he steals your strength. He steals your destiny. He steals the trajectory of your life that God wants for you. And number three, let's skip the scripture. Number three, it's a fruit of the spirit. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Now, the fruit of the Spirit, there are how many? Nine. Y'all pass the test. Nine. There are nine fruit of the Spirit. You got them when you got born again. When you became a Christian, you got them, all nine. You have to learn how to develop them. 
So you have, I have the joy of the Lord on the inside in my spirit. I just need to know how to develop it and make it strong. So then number four, it is a lifestyle. And here's where I want to pick up from last weekend. It's a lifestyle, not just when I feel good, not just when the weather's great, not just when I got a Christmas bonus or you don't want, or you had an experience like Christmas vacation, you know, the movie Christmas vacation, you know, you were expecting a bonus to build a swimming pool and you got diddly squat. You know, what's, what's going to steal your joy during the holidays? Joy is to be a lifestyle. Rejoice in the Lord always. And it's tough. It's hard. We need to help each other with this. Let's don't rob joy from each other in the body of Christ. Let's don't rob joy from one another in the body of Christ. Let's build each other's joy up. Amen. Edify one another. Encourage one another. Empower one another. Rejoice in the Lord always. Not just Sunday. Not just when things are hunky-dory. Not just when things are going your way. But on the worst day of your life. The worst week of your life. The worst holiday of your life. Okay? The worst holiday of your life. Is that going to rob your joy? Don't let it. It's a choice. The world didn't give it to you, and the world can't take it away without your permission. Can we have a praise break right now? Come on, somebody. Amen. All right. So Deuteronomy, let's go to the scripture here. Deuteronomy in your Bible, Deuteronomy 28, 47. This is awesome. This is powerful. Deuteronomy 28, 47, 48. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy of mind and heart and gratitude for the abundance of all things that he's blessed you with. So we're to serve with joy. We're not to serve in the church because we're made to, have to. I'm not here after 40 years because I have to be here. I could retire, but I don't believe in retirement. I don't see it in the Bible. If you find it in the Bible, I'll buy you a Starbucks. There's no, or Rock Express. There's no retirement in the Bible. So, you know, I'm not here because I have to be here. I'm here because I want to be here. I'm privileged to be your pastor, Kim and I. It's an honor to serve God, to serve Church on the Rock. Now, if you serve him without this, you lose all your rewards. You can go to heaven, but you got diddly squat in heaven. Yeah. So notice, I'm to serve God with joy and gladness for the abundance. God came to give you an abundant life. Abundance for all he's blessed you with. What's he blessed you with? Everything he died for. Everything he died for on the cross, he's blessed you with. Oh, that's huge right there. If you think about that. Okay, verse 48. Therefore, you will serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. Now watch this. If I lose my joy, I have no standing power. If I lose my joy, I have no resisting power. What, what does it say? If I lose my joy, my enemies are going to whoop up on me. If I lose my joy, my enemies are going to beat me up. If I lose my joy, I have no power or strength to stand against depression, fear, anxiety, worry, habits. I have no strength to stand against my enemies. So the day I wake up, I wake up grumpy. I wake up mad, angry, hangover, don't feel good, don't act good, don't talk good, don't walk good, upset with the world, 
that day, I have no power to resist pornography, alcoholism, drug addiction, fear, worry, hang-ups. I have no power that day. Even though I'm a Christian, I'm whooped up that day. I got beat up that day because I have no joy. Without joy, I have no strength to get in the ring and fight my opponent. Y'all with me today? That's why joy is so important. Turn to two people and say, I have the joy of the Lord today. Praise God. Number five, that joy is proof of answered prayer. A lot of people, they're, they're waiting and hoping and wishing God will answer their prayer. How many of you know that God gave us signals, signs, a scoreboard? God gave us a, 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 a thing to look at to know if our prayer is answered or not, even though our circumstances haven't changed. And what is that? Joy. Joy on the inside after you petition God. When you get that joy, your prayer has been answered. Even though nothing on the outside has changed, even though nothing has changed on the outside, but yet you've got a peace, a confidence, and a joy on the inside that God answered your prayer. So joy, if you don't have it today, then you don't have a confidence, you don't have proof of answered prayer on the inside. You have to have it on the inside before you'll ever have it on the outside. Y'all with me? John chapter 16. Let's look at it. John 16, 23. And when that time comes, you will ask nothing of me. You will need to ask me no questions. I assure you most solemnly, I tell you that my Father will grant you, boy, what a good God we have today, whatever you ask in my name, in the name of Jesus. Verse 24, up to this time, you haven't asked a single thing in my name as presenting all that I am. But now, everybody say, but now ask and keep on asking until you receive so that your joy, delight will be full and complete. Notice answered prayer is signaled by an inward joy that's full and complete. Even though nothing has changed in my bank account, nothing has changed in the hospital room, nothing has changed in the courtroom, nothing has changed in the classroom, nothing has changed on the assembly line, nothing has changed in my office space, but on the inside, I know that I know in my knower. How do you know? I got the joy of the Lord on the inside that's full, complete, and running over. Full, complete, and running over. How can you be so happy? How can you be so joyful when your life looks like it's going down the toilet? It's because I know something you don't know. And I talked to him, my father, and he answered my prayer. How do you know he answered your prayer? I have an inner joy that's full, complete, and overflowing. Turn to somebody and tell them, I have the joy of the Lord. Now, if you don't, you don't have assurance of answered prayer. If you're a wishing and a hoping, well, I hope God heard me. He didn't. Well, I'm a wishing God will. He ain't. According to the word, you and I are supposed to know. It's called in our knower. What's your knower? Your inward spirit man. Y'all with me today? Well, there's an anointing here today. I'm anointed to teach the gospel today. Good tidings of great joy. 
Remember the angel, we're going to end this series on Christmas Eve with a whole different sermon, that the angel came and said to them, I have good tidings of great joy. Tidings is good news. But first the angel said, fear not. Do you know if you're in fear, you can't receive revelation? Do you know if you're in fear, you can't receive what the angel of the Lord wants to say to you? You can't hear God's wisdom, God's knowledge, God's trajectory for your life if I'm worried, anxious, and fearful about what's going on in the world today. So I have to fear not in order to receive good news of great joy. Amen. Okay, next point, guys. Let's go to the next one. Number six, it gives you strength to build and battle. It gives you strength. Joy gives you strength to build and battle. I've been a Christian for 59 years. 59 years I've been a believer, a Christian, okay? Growing in the Lord. And here's what I know. As a Christian, there's two things. Either you're building or you're battling. You're building or you're battling. Two things. You're either building or you're battling. And where do you get that, Pastor? Nehemiah. Nehemiah, remember they were rebuilding the walls? Rebuilding the walls? But while they were rebuilding the walls, they had guards along the bottom of the walls protecting them. So they were battling while they were building. If you're going to have a strong home, if you're going to build a strong home, you're going to have to battle while you build. If you're going to build your health, you're going to have to battle while you build. What am I saying? Faith has to fight, and faith does the hard things. So the joy of the Lord gives you the strength to build and to battle. Christianity isn't for the weak. Christianity isn't for the weak. Christianity is not for the weak. Scripture for this, Nehemiah. Guys, Nehemiah 8.10. Look at B, the last part of the verse, for the joy. Now, Nehemiah, what are they doing? Building the walls. And what they said couldn't be done for years. They did it in 50 days plus. In 50 days plus, they rebuilt the walls. When they've been standing there in rubble and ruin for years, it took a leader. It took a leader to rise up, Nehemiah, and to lead a group of people. Glory to God. And to make a difference. And notice he said, the joy of the Lord will be your strength. You lose your joy, you stop battling, and you stop building. You lose your joy, you stop battling, and you stop building. Kim and I have been married 50 years. What have we been doing for our marriage and still to this day? Building and battling. Building and battling. While we're building our marriage, we're battling. We're fighting the good fight of faith. And if I don't have the joy of the Lord, I have no power to fight, resist, or overcome. Can we have a praise break? For the goodness of the Lord is upon your life. Woo-wee. All right, next point, guys. Next point. Number seven is proof you are in faith. The joy. Am I helping anybody today? Well, I, feel, I sense the joy of the Lord rising here today. A supernatural joy. Woo. And because you're changing your circumstances are changing right now. Everybody in this room, everybody online, because you and I are changing right now. We're growing in our depth and revelation of the joy of the Lord. Our circumstances are changing. Glory to God. The joy of the Lord is proof you are in faith. Romans, scripture for that, Romans 15, 13. Let's all read this on the count of three, can we? King James Version, the version Paul preached from. Y'all are sleeping on me. There was no King James Version back there in Paul's time. Amen. Okay. Just 
checking to see if you're still awake. Amen. So on the count of three, y'all ready? Okay, one, two, three. Y'all see this verse? This is the breakfast of champions right here. Now, the God of hope. Who do I serve? A God of hope. So, so big idea. If I've encountered God, I have Bible hope. I can't say I'm having daily devotions and have no hope. I can't say I'm reading my one-year Bible and I'm having a little talk with Jesus and I'm in my prayer closet and daily I'm having a devotional with God and say I have no hope. If I'm encountering God, meeting with God, boy, it's getting quiet in this Lutheran church. If I'm having an encounter with God every day of my life, the joy of the Lord will be the evidence. If I'm meeting if I'm encountering, if I'm experiencing, if I'm growing, if I know God, then he's the God of hope, right? And joy, then I'm experiencing the joy of the Lord. It's proof, it's evidence. I'm encountering God daily with fresh manna. If I'm stagnant and I'm stuck and I'm a sourpuss and I'm baptized in lemon juice, I'm not encountering God. I'm in the way literally in the way. Y'all with me? So notice, notice, this is revelation. This is worth brushing your teeth and flossing and come to church today. Now, the God of hope. If I know God, then he's a God of hope, and he produces joy in my life. If I know God, not religion, not I've been in the church for 30, 40 years, that means nothing. But if I'm encountering God, then, then I am receiving joy in that encounter. Because he's a good God, and he's for you, and he's full of hope, and he's full of joy, and he's full of peace. He's the God of hope. He's the God of joy. He's the God of peace. So that really then is a no-brainer. The source of my joy is not cocaine, meth, or marijuana, or sex, or status, or salary. No-brainer. Then the real source of joy is a relationship with God Almighty for myself. Now, I got born again when I was 11. My, my folks were backslidden, and they came back to God when I was 11, and I went forward and gave my heart to Christ. And like I said, I grew up in the church. I grew up in a Christian home. But you know what? I, I found out that I couldn't rely on my parents' faith, on their relationship. I couldn't ride on that. It didn't work for me. I realized I had to have my own relationship, my own experience, my own encounter, my, my own time with God, because he is really the real source of joy. The God of hope will fill you with joy. If I'm with God, he's filling me up with joy. But if I'm full of news, if I'm full of social media, if I'm full of the Internet, if I'm full of email, then I'm already full. I don't know. Y'all pray for that second service. They're really going to get it. Praise God. Okay, so the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. And look at that next word, in what? Believing. It, it was to say, folks, in what? What's it say, brethren and sistren, in what? In believing. So if I'm in believing, 
If I'm unbelieving, what's the proof? Well, I, I have a chicken walk at church. Uh, I fly from the chandeliers. We don't have any here. I roll in the aisles. I, I, I dance. I jump. I shout. That's not, that's not evidence that I'm having, uh, that I'm in faith. Well, I've been in the church for 30. Well, that's not proof that I'm in faith. Well, I, I know that. I heard that. I heard you preach that. That's not proof I'm in faith, of my faith. The proof that I'm believing is that when all hell's coming against me, you don't even know it. You don't even know it. When all hell, now we're to support one another, care for one another, all that. I, I know the one another ministry. But you know what? Uh, Smith Wigglesworth said, when you're sweating, don't let them see you sweat. So if I'm really believing, you don't know I'm having the worst week of my life. You don't know that. You don't know that uh, uh, this happened, that happened. You don't have any clue because I'm walking with peace and joy and hope, bless God. How could you do that? I spent a little time with Jesus. I had a little talk with Jesus this morning. Amen, somebody? Can we thank God one more time? Let's just thank him. Thank him for your breakthrough. Thank him for your breakthrough. Oh, glory to God. Did, did you know that I know, and I can tell you, and, and I, I, am, I am not, you know, uh, uh, weird or a prophet, right? But I can tell you when you're going to get your breakthrough. I can tell you, okay? Now, you can pay me on the way out if you want to. But I can tell you, and next week I'm going to talk about it, I can tell you from the book of Isaiah, because it says in the book of Isaiah, right before things change for your good, Joy is the indicator. Joy is the indicator that my marriage is going to change, my kids are going to change, my health is going to change, my finances are going to change, my job is going to change, my circumstances are going to change. So here's what I know, walking with God for 59 years. Here's what I know. Until I get in the joy zone, nothing good is going to change. Nothing good is going to change. Now, you say, Pastor, where do you get that? The book of Isaiah. Come back next week, and let's see if I'm telling the truth. In the book of Isaiah, there's a scripture that says, joy comes right before your breakthrough. So if I'm pouting, crying, feeling sorry for myself, a victim, it ain't, it aren't. Sound like Fred Price, right? It ain't, it aren't, it won't get any better until I, I get rid of those baby whiny pants and I grow up, and I do what the Word of God says, even when I don't feel like it, even when everything's going wrong, because faith is an act, right? And I, I'm proof that God is alive, and God is a good God, and He's a God of hope, joy, and peace, and God is for me, and things are going to turn around. It's all going to get better. So you're not going to know when I have the worst day of my life. Praise God. I'll take that patty cake, Lord. Will you take that patty cake, Lord? John, John Osteen used to always say, don't panicate. Give the Lord a good praise. Amen. So the God of hope, so it's proof that I'm believing if I have joy. Okay, next, guys, let's go to the next one. All right, number eight, joy gives you endurance and standing power. Joy gives you endurance and standing power. How many of you know that most of the time we got to stand for the manifestation? Oh, you know, remember when you first got born again? Remember you'd pray and you get the answer that day, the manifestation? 
Maybe you didn't pray when you got, you're all looking at me like, I, I remember when I just became a Christian, didn't know anything, things kind of came easy. But then as I began to walk with the Lord, it don't come easy. Because there's a devil out there that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. And I found out the longer I walked with God, 59 years, the longer I've walked with God, the more I need endurance in order to do the will of God and standing power in order to receive God's best. After doing all you know to do, what are you supposed to do? Go get high. You're supposed to stand. Okay, scripture for this, scripture for this is Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we also are circled about with so great a cloud of witnesses, that's those who, heroes of faith who've gone on to heaven, your loved ones who are in heaven, let us lay aside every weight and the sin. Do y'all see that, the sin? Do you see it's singular, not plural? It doesn't say a whole bunch of sins. It says there's one sin. And lay aside the sin, which so, so easily get us off track. Let us run with patience, the race that's set before us, I want to know what that one sin is that trips everybody up on our race. Verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, look at this, who for the joy gives you endurance, joy gives you standing power, who for the joy that was set before him, what did he do? He endured the cross. Everyone say joy and endurance. They go together. So notice joy gives you endurance. The longer you walk with God, the more you're going to have to endure because the fight's going to get bigger and harder. It's not going to get easier the longer you walk with God, okay? Because the devil knows you have a destiny and your best days are ahead. The devil's not fighting you over your past. The devil's fighting you over your future, okay? So looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the what? Who for the what? Who for the what? That was set before him. He did what? endured. I feel like giving up because you ain't got no joy. And I'm telling you why you ain't got no joy. Don't have any joy I'm trying to help you today with the joy factor. He endured the cross, despising the shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Verse three, for consider him or use him as an example. You can't golden nugget, go to a new level without a mentor. You need a role model to go to the next level. You need a role model to go to the next level. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you, oh, here's the sin. Scripture interprets scripture. Here's the sin. Lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. What is that? A fainted mind, a depressed, discouraged mind. What is the number one sin that derails us as believers? Discouragement discouragement. What's the antidote for that? The joy of the Lord. Where do we get that? By going to God and having a daily encounter relationship with him. Am I helping anybody? I sure do love you. I want to help you as your pastor. Okay, we're about done. Let's go next, guys. Let's go next to the next point. Joy. Oh, look at this one. As the team comes, joy is evidence you're anointed. Joy is is evidence that the anointing of the Holy Spirit is upon you. Joy is evidence or proof of the anointing of the Holy Spirit on you. And you know what? The Bible says that the anointing breaks the yoke, right? Well, proof of the anointing is the joy of the Lord. 
Ooh, are you all, am, I, am I making it simple? Okay, scripture for this, Hebrews. Next slide. Hebrews 1.8. Now, this is God talking to the Son. But unto the Son, he said, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness and the scepter of your kingdom. Verse 9. Thou hast loved righteousness, and you hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has what? Anointed you with the oil of joy above your fellows. So joy is proof of the anointing upon you. So you have the anointing within you, and then you can have the anointing upon you. So the joy of the Lord is evidence or proof of the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon your life. Wowzers. One more. Can you handle one more? Do I have one more? Is there a number 10? Yeah. Oh, this is the best one right here. Can, can I? You want an hour next week? Okay. This is, oh, 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 this is so good. I don't know if I should share it with you all. Some of you have been sleeping this morning. Some of you have been scrolling on your phone. I saw you scrolling on your phone. I don't know. Praise God. Praise God. Just like this, you get 40 years of all my hard work and study. You get 40 years of all my hard work, my life. You get it for 40 bucks. You can't take your family to Big Mac attack for 40 bucks. Wow. I don't know who put the price on that. I have to talk to that staff person. Praise God. So with joy, don't miss this now. You access everything God has for you. With joy, you access. So if, I, if I'm not walking in joy, growing in joy, guarding my joy, feeding my joy, if I'm not doing that, then I don't have access to all that God's provided for me. You all remember back when we started today, Deuteronomy 28, 47, 48? It said, because you didn't serve God with joy for the abundance. Joy attaches you to God's abundance. Oh, my goodness. Oh, pastor, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, pastor. Oh, pastor. I owe you the rest of my life. You're right. Because joy attaches to God's abundance. Oh, my goodness. If I want an abundant life, I've got to guard my joy. Devil, get out of here. Devil, get out of Dodge. Get out of my life, my marriage, my family, my children, my home. Devil, I rebuke you. I resist you. I command you. In the name of Jesus, you will not have the joy of the Lord. It's through joy you access prosperity, healing, health, peace, hope, all the above. All the above. Wisdom, insight, your inheritance, all the abundance life that Jesus died and paid for you. You access to all that he redeemed you from too with the joy of the Lord. Now, that was worth church right there. Y'all ready for this? Isaiah 11. Isaiah 12, I'm sorry. Let's say it on the count of three together. Isaiah 12, three. One, two, three. How do I draw from my salvation? With joy. How, how do I draw on my heavenly account? How do I get all God has for me? Through the joy of the Lord 
on the worst day of my life. I dance around the bedroom. I shout unto God with a voice of victory. I call things that be not as if they already were. I declare and decree who I am in Christ. It's with joy, not begging, not needing, not having to. It's with the joy of the Lord, I draw, I draw, I draw, I withdraw, I withdraw from my heavenly account, my healing, my answer, the wisdom, the knowledge, the direction, the trajectory, who I'm to marry, what I'm to do. With joy, I draw, I withdraw all that heaven has for me. And with that, I'm done. Did I help anybody today? What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.